Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. Hey, everyone. I wanted to tell you about a contest we are running at Startup Pregnant. So we are doing a series, this 10 Core Values series. And for each mini episode, every day over the next two weeks, we are having a contest where you can win lots of amazing prizes. The prizes include one-on-one coaching to business books by amazing women authors to more. There's lots of fabulous goodies. The way you play is like this. At the end of each of these episodes, there is a reflection question for you to think about. So listen to the 10-minute episode and then answer the question. Go pop over to our blog at startuppregnant.com and write your answer to the question. And every time you post a comment, you get get another chance to win. So the contest is open November 13th through November 30th, 2017. So I hope you enjoy. Take a listen to this episode and then go leave a comment on our blog to play in the contest. Welcome back, everybody, to our 10 by 10 series. We are on number seven today, where we are looking at the core values of the startup pregnant philosophy. So today we're going to look at number seven. Number seven goes like this. You don't have to do things the way that they've always been done. You don't have to do things the way that they have always been done before. So as always, we get to unpack this. What is this core value? What does it mean? What does it stand for? And if you haven't listened to the first six yet, you just go back in your podcast browser and take a listen because we're doing 10 episodes around our 10 core values in this 10 by 10. So. What does this mean? Well, it means that it is okay to break stuff. It's okay to let the wrecking ball come into your life. It's okay to rebuild things. It's okay to do it differently. It's okay to think that what you see in front of you, the way that work looks, the way that motherhood looks, the way the parenting looks, maybe you think it isn't working, which is our previous core value. And if it's not working, then why don't we get to the business of rethinking what it looks like and rebuilding a new future? Sometimes things fall apart, things break, and sometimes things are destroyed. And I want to tap into this element of destruction, the power of destruction, because on the other side of the power of creation... And that is the power of life force. We have the power to create life is also the power to destroy. And if you look into yoga philosophy and the elements of Shakti, the divine feminine, one of these things is that it's this burning, fueling, like highly creative and highly destructive force in our lives. Part of the nature of creation of making new things is that through the act of birth, you are creating the possibilities for both life and for death. So we are makers and we are destroyers. There's a few elements of destruction, disruption, and creation that I want to talk about here. First, the phenomenon in the pop culture of Silicon Valley and the tech world is to glamorize the idea of disruption and destruction. We're disrupting the blank industry is a common phrase. But it sounds so glib and peaceful. And it's also this, it's almost this bad marketing trick, this bad marketing name. And true destruction actually wreaks havoc. It's great, it's powerful, and it's huge. But it means that everything changes. And we've seen this, right, in in our history. This can look like the onset of digital publishing, the internet, the contraction of the magazine industry and the newspaper industry, 
this upending of the cab industry through car sharing services and what's coming, the future of self-driving cars. These all have far-reaching creative sides because they're going to create whole new industries and whole new tools and, and new ways of life. But they also, at the same time, destroy old ways of being, old ways of doing. And in Shumpterian economic terms, creative destruction is, is that moment when something is destroyed and it's not recovered. So there's real consequences for real people's lives. If the entire cab industry gets wiped out, all those drivers are now out of jobs. And that's not an insignificant consequence. Startups and pregnancies have a lot in common because they are both these potent elements of creation and they harness this full power. It doesn't mean that there isn't an element of destruction that happens along the way. So on the pregnancy side, inviting a new human into your life is inviting chaos into your world. I don't know of anyone that's had a baby and told me that it was really simple and easy and nothing changed. Although if somebody does want to tell that story, please tell them to contact me and I'll interview them for the podcast. But you start, you start with yourself or your family unit or whatever it looks like, you and a friend living together, you and your partner, maybe you and nobody else if you're a single parent, grandparents, whatever the structure is, whatever the way this set of relationships looks, and then you add an entirely new human into it. It's not just the child that's born, it's the mother, the father, the parents, the grandparents, the siblings, everything changes. Inviting a child into your life is, by its very nature, disruptive. And for many, many people that I've interviewed, they find that they themselves go through a period of upheaval and upheaval and change. So Courtney Martin, who I mentioned on a previous episode, talks about, there's an essay where she says, you come home from the hospital with this newborn and, and the blue and pink beanie that they wear. And it's like you arrive home with a newfound bullshit detector because your perspective on life changes. The philosophy here is that in inventing new futures, both in work and in our lives, and in inviting new people into our families, first, the power of creation and destruction is central to this. And second, part of the opportunity is to not do things the way they've been done before. As a mother, you don't have to do things the way they've been done before. As a business owner, you can set new rules and ideals for what you want to build. As a startup, it's almost your very goal to not do things the way they've been done before. And as a person and an individual, you don't have to work within the framework that you've been working. There is potential for disruption. And this is our core value, number seven. You don't have to do things the way they've always been done. We'll hear many of these stories in the long-form interviews here on the podcast. And one of the themes I see time and time again is how much people themselves change through this process of pregnancy, through becoming a parent, and often eventually, they tell us, for the better. I'm not going to glamorize it and say that it's easy. It's not like you switch the switch on and, and you arrive home from the hospital and you're like, great, now I'm a mom and it's all good. That's the power of the destructive side of creation. In many ways, it can feel for a lot of people that part of your old self is being destroyed. And for many people, they share that it takes years to adjust and to calibrate. There's even research uh, and evidence in Sarah Lacey's new book. The book is A Uterus is a Feature, Not a Bug, that women undergo a short loss in productivity right around the time of having kids 
It's about 15% of productivity loss for two years. But what they gain in productivity in their work and in efficiency over the 30 years that follow levels them up to the next state so much so that it renders those short-term losses irrelevant. But we focus so much on that short-term time period where we think that everything is catastrophic and breaking when actually what's breaking is our old habits and transforming us a lot of times for the better. Now, I won't say that everybody shared this because everyone has a different experience and some people really, really don't enjoy the process of change and they miss their old selves and there's parts that they regret and that is also a true experience. Throughout it all, however, we have an opportunity and a calling to be able to do things differently than they've been done before. That's the power of motherhood. That's the power of pregnancy. That's the power of startups. So as with all of these episodes, I have a reflection question for you at the end, and you can hop over to our blog at startuppregnant.com and leave a note with your reflection. For this episode, I would love to know, what do you think about doing things the way they've always been done versus doing them in a new way? And if you had the power to do one thing differently, what would you change? Thanks everybody for listening. This is a 10 by 10 series. We're doing 10 episodes that are 10 minutes each and we're walking you through the core values of the Startup Pregnant philosophy. We developed this as part of our work in crafting the mission, the vision, and the values of our company and our podcast. It's been an amazing process and I was a little nervous at first to share because it felt like it was still brand new and we're putting it out there, this 10 by 10, to test it out because part of the philosophy is to ship quickly and to make things happen. So we're putting it out in the world to get your response and your feedback and we will let you know how this evolves and changes in real time as we live our life out loud. Thanks so much for listening. As always, leave a review, hit subscribe, do all the things that we love you doing on podcasts because it helps us tremendously and we'll see you on the next episode. 